Hey everyone, hi, hello, it's time for Atomic Radio Hour. I'm your host, Vince, and uh, we're here with someone a little different today. Yes. Would you like to introduce yourself? It is I, special guest host, Papa Kyle. <laughs> How are you, pal? I'm good. How are you? I'm alright, thank you. Again, not wine. Um, <laughs> what's new? What's going on? Uh, nothing much. Uh, we're playing get- anything? Yeah, yeah, finishing up some stuff. What you playing? Uh... Kingdom Hearts, Melody of Memory, you know, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, all that. How it Legion? Yeah. Did you just get it, or, or have you had? I it? had it. Uh, I played on the PS4, and then when the PS5 came, I swapped over. But it was like my saves wouldn't carry over, so I was like, I don't know if I want to start again. So I kind of waited for a while, and I kind of restarted. Mm-hmm. Do you? Um... Do you do you feel like you're engaged in the story even though there's no main character? Uh yeah, I kind of like the whole because you kind of can turn anybody into your main character basically. Because you yeah. can play, I pretty sure you can play through that game with one person. Oh really? Well, I mean, you can have more join your group, but I don't think you have to switch. So do, does does every character have a like a voice yeah. actor? Then is there like okay, cool. Every character has voice. Hey, I think it's a neat idea. You can customize Sorry? everybody. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Could you just have like a mob of grannies? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's what I would do. <laughs> I, I would go out of my way. Some, to do some that. have, they can randomly just die on you. Oh, because they're old? Yeah, some people can like, it would, when you like look them up on your phone and they'll tell you like, what they would do and stuff like that. Like old people can't take cover or run very fast because they're old people. <laughs> and like, sometimes you'll see one that's like, can spontaneously just die on you. Oh, wow. Cause you can put a, there's a permadeath mode too. So you can be like, well, your character is dead. It's gone. I would play with that on. Mm-hmm. That seems that, that makes it feel real. Yeah. See, if you could put the, if you could put the difficulty on any difficulty, but have permadeath on, that's what I would want to yeah. play. And supposedly cool. there's going to be a zombies mode for it, and like a zombies really? game mode for it. And I think it's like that's open really world. surprising to me. Open like the map. It's actually the map, and like you play with your friends through it and stuff like that. Neat. Yeah, but do you remember when Saints Row went all zombies in that one game for like forty five minutes? And and three, and then it just didn't matter. It, yeah, the. Was it? It was the third game, right? I sure. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a while since I've played any of them. But uh, dude, I've I've been streaming. Uh, just quick update: I've started streaming again. I've been streaming Last of Us Factions. There's a link to the to the Twitch below. I upload all the uh, vods to YouTube, so they're there. Factions, Kyle, is Factions not just a fantastic experience? Oh, it's so fun. Oh, dude. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. Dude, since you're here, we normally do uh, Special Guest Kyle's News Roundup, whatever the, the – the that's like the unofficial working title for a segment that I don't even know if it's real or not yet. <laughs> uh, of all the, the, the news that you send us throughout the week, but since you're here, you want to just go through some stuff quick? Sure. So, I mean, let's uh, – you send us – what do you think you send us more on? Insta- you send me stuff on Instagram, but I think it's mostly on Twitter you send Twitter, stuff. Yeah. Let's see what you have to say. Uh, I have it open just. <laughs> I have I have it open just for reference. 
Uh, so whatever you, you bring up, I can click on to. But, I mean, take it away, dude. Uh, yeah, first up, we I didn't send you guys this. I think I sent this over Messenger, but uh, the new Battlefield just got announced. Oh, I didn't watch it. I uh, meant to watch it, but work was hectic and my lunch was weird. So I, when I told you I was going to watch it at lunch, I lied. Uh, what about it looks interesting because I've never played a Battlefield. Uh, so they only put a trailer out. We're getting gameplay uh, the 13th, so this weekend. Uh, it just looks fun. It's it's back into, like, like modern-ish, futuristic times. But, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the trailer, they're like, yo, there's a big tornado going through this map, and it's just destroying everything and picking people up. And, yeah, they confirmed some things that it's going to be, for next-gen consoles and PC, it's going to be 120 players. Holy shit. Do you remember Mag? I do remember that. The the the, uh, the PlayStation game? Yeah. I remember when the PS3 came out, the, it was that it could, it could host like 100 and something players, or 256 players in a game. But the low, from what I remember, my friend Chris, who I play... Um, Last of Us with a lot. Uh, I remember him telling me the the loadout sucked and the game was like only in 720. And that sounds really bad now, but this is when everything was going to 1080. Like yeah. now everything's in 4K. Like 720 isn't even considered HD anymore. But yeah, I remember it being uh, – I remember it being a very, very large – every time anyone ever – Talks about a map size or like the amount of players that can be in it. I always think of Mag. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, sixty-four on old consoles. Um, it's seven oh, wow. massive maps. Uh, dynamic. Yeah, but events those maps are going to be so big. Yeah, dynamic events and storms. Um, no campaign. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I kind of. It's, it's a weird thing because it's like. You can either have a good campaign and bad multiplayer, or a bad campaign and a good multiplayer. So, I, or both I, decent. Yeah. So I rather see them who can make these fun, cool online games just focused on multiplayer than uh, focusing on like a campaign. We got to talk about your the the news you're most excited about, Kyle. <laughs> yes, we do. Rick in in Fortnite, dude. <laughs> That's a weird thing. I mean, not surprised, but it's a weird thing. I mean, at this point, Fortnite's been out for seven years. I mean, like, it feels I, like I it feels it like eventually. two decades. Fortnite has been out for. They have Marvel and DC characters in it. Chief is in it. Kratos is in it. I think Laura Croft is in it. Yep, Batman, Superman, <laughs> Lopan, every single Power Ranger, Bill S. Preston, and Theodore Logan, Spock, The Rock, Doc Ock, and Hulk Hogan. They're all in it. So why not Rick, dude? Why not? Why yeah. not Kurt Russell and Keith David from the thing? If they, if they put Kurt <laughs> Russell and Keith David from the thing, I think I I think I'd buy the battle pass. Yeah. Be, is there a flamethrower weapon in Uh I have no idea. If there is, I would do it just so I could be like, Mac needs the flamethrower. The flamethrower, the flamethrower. Fucking love that movie. Um, anything else? Uh, you excited for the new Ratchet and Clank? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the new Ratchet and Clank, and uh, I don't even have a PS5. 
the fact that the ri- new Rhino weapon opens portals from other video game dimensions. Oh, that's the whole gimmick. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just a meme for, no, for no, no. Twitter. It, it, they showed a video and it was opening portals and like it would drop stuff and at the end it dropped the freaking T-Rex thing from Horizons into the world. Oh, fuck. Okay, I totally dude, totally missed that. I just thought it was a meme. Nope, I can see like it, it's going to be Drake's uh Jeep in one, then the thing from Sunset Overdrive and then it's going to be something from Spot uh not Spot. Get uh, the fuck out of here. That's why when I said that's why when I said that scene from The Last of Us Two, <laughs> and you were like, "No, it'd probably be a clicker." A I clicker didn't, like, I didn't put two and two together. Like I didn't. I was like, "Oh no, Kyle, I'm just making a joke." And you're like, "Oh no, this is serious shit. Don't <laughs> fuck around." Yeah. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank is a great series. Yeah, it really truly is. It's fun. It's not. It doesn't take itself seriously. The main voice actor is the same dude as Johnny Test. You know that great fucking canadian program anything else dude ah uh, i think that's pretty much it i mean we're gonna get hit hit with the brunt of it tomorrow uh that being thursday, thursday the yes. 10th yep thursday because we month. record on on wednesdays yeah i think it's gonna be it's there's gonna be a lot dude there i is. have a feeling because of covid the past year it's gonna be hey here's everything we backed up for a year yeah Here's everything that we like. I hope. I mean, what, when is Sony doing something on Monday uh, or on have, Tuesday? I don't know if they uh, confirm when their state of play is. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Like, oh, E3 uh, is over. Uh, it's a week. A week, unless they already did it with that Horizons one, but that was two weeks ago at this point. Yeah, I don't think. I think they have a separate one. Kyle, how upset are you that Aloy isn't hot? <laughs> I don't understand any of that. that I, I really don't. I really don't. It, it, it's a post-apocalyptic world. Let me stop and apply eyeliner yeah. quick. Who cares? So that's what I like about Aloy. Is I, I tried replaying Horizons, and it's a lot. It's not a bad game. I just don't remember it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same. So I wanted to learn more about it. And what I like about Aloy is that she's like... She's real. Like, she's not like, she's not like, look at me. I'm Laura Croft. Titties out. Like, she's, new Laura Croft does a better job at that, I think. <laughs> but old Laura Croft was just like, look at me. I'm going to shoot a gun and I'm half naked. Where this one's, you know, she reminds me more of Chloe Frazier from Uncharted. Yeah. Which is like a weird thing to say because the Uncharted games wouldn't exist without Tomb Raider. So, like, to say that, like, oh, uh, Tomb Raider is just girl uncharted is, like, ass backwards. Anyway, um, I think that's about everything for the, for for Papa's news desk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get into the lore. But before we get into the lore, there's a few folks that I have to thank from Patreon. Um, starting from the top. First, I have to thank Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah is Danny, thank you, Danny. After Danny is Marcus, thank you, Marcus. After that, it is Bones Jones, thank you, Bones Jones. And lastly, but absolutely not leastly, we have to thank Girth Brooks. Thank you, Girth Brooks. Uh, because of you guys, we can do a ton of fun stuff and we can make more stuff and have, uh, we can have Kyle on the show, honestly. Kyle charges a lot and he's uh he's SAG affiliated, so he has to <laughs> we have to pay to his uh we have to pay to his uh like medical. So 
you know, every time Kyle's here, you ever see that? You ever see that episode of Space Ghost where um, Zorak's like, every time I move this arm, it costs the Cartoon Network forty two dollars. <laughs> I did not. That's essentially what we have to do with Kyle. Every time he's on the show, we have to we we um, put another de- we essentially put another down payment on his yacht. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, since you're here, um, I asked you if you wanted to go over any lore, and you were just like, "Why don't we do something comic booky? Why don't we do? Did you yeah. did you request the shroud specifically? Uh, I mean, I was down for anyone. Cool. Like anyone uh, I, we we had done hubris comics in in the past. Um, I think we ha- might have done something along the lines of the shroud maybe we talked about it because i remember like as i was writing the lore i remembered looking it over and it might have just been that i looked it over when you and i played because um honestly this is the only quest part of what we're going to talk about we're not going to just talk about the silver shroud we're also going to talk about the mistress of mystery um and i Took that for two reasons. One, it's a comic book duo. And two, it is the only quest I have any sort of vague memory of of you and I doing together in 76. And I won't talk too much about – I won't talk too much about the quest itself. Um, But I will talk about the character herself. Um, So that being said – our lore today is on the Shroud and the Mistress. I'm gonna. Do you want? You have anything you want to say about either? Uh, I literally was uh, thinking about that same quest today. I mean, like that's <laughs> the only one that I remember us doing and yeah. enjoying. Yeah, I remember being really into it, but I remember the 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 uh, hollow tapes being like nine to fifteen minutes long each one. Yeah, and I don't think it was this point. I think it's. The one of the hollow tapes that you find during like the beginning when you just leave the vault, there's a little motel. You remember the little motel? Yeah. And there's um like a weightlifter guy who's I think German and he's like in America to sell weightlifting equipment like phonally. Yeah. I know it's not a word, but like in a in, in a phony pretext. Uh that one I remember sitting there going, Oh my god. <laughs> but this one um, is I remember what we, so so the Silver Shroud, a fictional character in the pantheon of characters made by Hubris Comics, a mysterious vigilante, patrols the streets of Boston, regaled in his trademark long black trench coat and a silver scarf with a black fedora and a silver Tommy gun, sometimes accompanied by his former love interest and common combat collaborator, the Mistress of Mystery. And more on her later. He is considered to be one of the most popular characters uh, within the Hubris Comics line of comics and characters and whatnot. He's uh, just as big next to Grognak the Barbarian, even though the Silver Shroud is very popular. It's almost only in Boston and, and, and like nowhere else. Uh, so pretty much imagine like if the entire state of New York was really into Iron Man and nobody else was. Yeah. Which I think is wild. And I don't know if that's just supposed to be like, I don't know if that's like Fallout 4 writing or if that's just, eh, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The only, so, so you can hear if you've played Fallout 4, um, you can hear the radio plays of the Shroud. And that's one of my favorite parts of Fallout 4. And when I first did the quest, I did it in a way where when it's over, no matter how many times I rebooted it, I couldn't do it. You couldn't continue to hear the Shroud after you were done the quest line. 
So uh, starting up a new game of Fallout 4 and hearing the Shroud is always kind of like, ooh, I forgot about this. Uh, the, the radio plays, the only known recording of these plays is his fight versing the mechanist. Uh, and then I just wanted to read directly off the wiki the summary of the the plays. So real quick, the radio play, the summarization, and I get all of my lore off of fallout.fandom.com, is the Mechanist story arc is divided into six parts. It begins with the murder of Mayor Murphy and Scholar... I don't know how to say this. Scholarly? Scholarly? Do you know, Boston is like Pennsylvania, where uh, they just make up the way things sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So uh, I looked it up, and it's pronounced Scully. So Mayor Murphy in Scully Square. The Silver Shroud and the Mistress of Mystery kill a pair of thugs responsible for the murder, only to be forced to flee to the Mistress's hideout after Fatty Fahey, again... Only to be forced to flee to the mistress's hideout after Fat Fahey, a local crime boss, wounds the Shroud in a confused firefight when he happens upon the scene. Although the Shroud recovers from his injuries, the duo decides to infiltrate Fat Fahey's operations to learn of his role in the mayor's death. After all, nobody casually struts through Scully Square in the middle of the night. Disguising herself as a bar girl, the mistress convinced one of Fahey's gangsters to lead her into the boss's hideout. Once there, she and the Shroud try to interrogate the ruffian, great word, only to be attacked by a horde of mob bots. Mob bots. Mob bots. Bots. Mob bots. Mob bots. There we go. There we go. Remember that episode of Futurama where... Bender joins the mob. Yeah. <laughs> and and clamps. There's there's a line in there that always kills me where he goes, he's like he has the British accent and he's calling everybody like old bean and he goes, excuse me, uh old spice. It fucking kills me. I don't know why. <laughs> they they emerge victoriously after a desperate battle. Fat Faye he turns out to be a robot. The intrepid duo tracks down his master's location with the help of the damaged mob bot, bot uh, who craves revenge on his maker. They find the mechanist at the pier in Boston Harbor, speaking to an army of robots and planning the wholesale destruction of the city. I love the way that's put the wholesale destruction of the city. The Costco size amount <laughs> of destruction before they can <laughs> you get two hot dogs incredibly cheap on your way out. Boston uh, destruction of the city before they can act. However, they are caught by the robots suspended over a pit of fire. They are freed by the vengeful robot who gnaws through the rope. The mechanist attempts to use the Silver Shroud's gun against him, but the bullets bounce off of his trench coat, mortally wounding the villain. In the closing scene, the mechanist is revealed to be none other than Mayor Murphy, who faked his own death in order using the robot made to look like Murphy to fool the observers. After explaining his motives, he requests medical attention only for his request to be denied by the Mistress of Mystery, who mocks him for not taking into account the Silver Shroud's punishment towards evildoers. Much to Murphy's confusion, the Silver Shroud then proceeds to kill Murphy with his submachine gun. 
So there's obviously, and we're going to talk about this a little, a little bit later, Kyle. Um, there's obviously a lot of parallels to Batman in yeah. this. I like how instead of Batman, my one of my favorite Batman quotes is, uh, "If you kill a murderer, the amount of murderers in the world is still the same." And he's just like, "Yeah, fuck it." <laughs> like, <laughs> it it's he's just like, yeah, "Kill them all." It's interesting too because, like you said, the Shroud was only like Boston only, but they had the mechanist. So wouldn't the mm-hmm. Shroud gain more of an attraction outside of Boston because the mechanist that's, did? That's what I'm saying. Because, like, it doesn't make sense. It, it's it's very, like, Bethesda writing. Yeah. <laughs> of just, this is, and, like, I, I lo- I've said it once, I'll say it a, a million times. I love these games, and that's why I'm critical of them. I don't just let everything slide. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the Shroud showing up in past games, in three at least, because Captain Cosmos shows up, and I'm, like, 98% sure Captain Cosmos is a hubris comics character. But Grognak is in Grog. There's a Grognak. Um, what do you call it? There's a Grognak game that you can play in Fall Three, like a text adventure. Hmm. I think that's in. I think it's in the Hubris Comics uh, destruction area that you can fast travel to, or the Bethesda ruins. I don't remember. But um just some notes some fun facts quick and some behind the scenes stuff also kyle i don't know if you're on the wiki or not but like the silver shroud in the fallout um shelter online version the artwork is amazing but they don't they yeah they don't give him they don't give him what do you call it a silver scarf they give him a red one hmm and like the artwork is signed. It says "Best Wishes, Silver Shroud." Like, <laughs> like you went to a con and got it signed. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have that one on screen somewhere. Um, I'll probably have the calling card on screen as well. I'm saying it now, so I do it. And uh, I really like the quest of the Silver Shroud, where you go and you find people and you gun them down, and then they, like you leave the calling card on them. It's that's a fun quest. Yeah, the ending was. Uh, I reloaded that freaking part i couldn't get it couldn't get it to work and i not you know me i always do charisma builds couldn't get it to work yeah it, some some quick notes in behind the scenes if disguised as the silver shroud while speaking to the mechanist they will refer to the soul survivor as the shroud hancock will emphatically like the soul survivor using the silver shroud speech options while he is a companion the Silver Shroud has a butler named Jarvie Blake. That's cool. What's Alfred's last name? Pennyworth, right? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I guess that could be like Jarvis. Yeah. The Silver Shroud costume can be purchased in the Atomic Shop in 76 for 800 atoms. Ooh. The thing that's already in the code... You could buy with real world money. The character, this is behind the scenes. The character of the Silver Shroud was created by Bethesda designer Emil Pag, Pagli, as an Italian, it hurts me that I can't say his last name. Emil, who also wrote all of the Silver Shroud radio plays in Fallout 4. In character, Soul Survivor dialogue as the Silver Shroud was done by Ferret Boudon, who is also, who also implemented most of the Shroud quest. I love that that you can just wear the shroud clothing and talk as the shroud. Oh, yeah, I, I I don't I I love that I love that so much. 
The Silver Shroud bears resemblance to the 1930s pulp hero, The Shadow. Both characters are uh, stealthy vigilantes further sharing similar costumes, weaponry, and catchphrases, and starring as radio serials. Have you ever listened to The Shadow? I have not, but I've known about him. Okay, so I had a therapist that when I told him I was doing a podcast, and I kind of told him what it was about, he was like, do you know of The Shadow? And it's like the shadow. Let me find if I click on the shadow. I bet it'll take me to like the exact quote. But who? It's it, here. It is the introduction line from the radio adaptation of the shadow. Is who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. And the silver shrouds catchphrase, or at least the one that you say during the end of that quest line, is "Death has come for you, evildoer, and I am its, sh- its shroud." Which is pretty fucking cool. And he says it in the in the episode too. But like I I like these little callbacks. There's also like obviously Batman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Batman started in the thirties. The Batman in the animated series looked like it was in the thirties. The animated series is that on is that on HBO? Yes, it is. Dude, it's I gotta watch it again because it's so fucking good. It's so good. It is really good. So that's the Shroud. Anything you want to add on the Shroud, Papa? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's like my favorite part is the Shroud stuff. Yeah. I If I play Fallout 4 again, which I started it, but we never went back to it because I was playing it with a friend. Um, if I do it again, I'm grabbing the Shroud's costume and I'm not taking it off. Yeah. Unless I make a strength build and I go with Grognak, but I'm not going to do that. So the Mistress of Mystery, both her and the Shroud are both a part of the Unstoppables. They're kind of the Fallout Universe's Justice League or um, the Avengers. Actually, since we're here, let me find out who's in the Unstoppables. I remember talking about them at one point, and that might have been when we've done Hubris. The Unstoppables is a group formed by the Silver Shroud, the Mistress of Mystery, the Inspector, Manta Man, and Grognak the Barbarian. And if I remember correctly from that episode, Manta Man, nobody likes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's supposed to be like Aquaman, obviously. Um, But, yeah, I I like that there is this little, like, separate universe that exists within it. And if there's anything I like that the newer games have started doing, it's building the world up more. Yeah. Like the world um, around the world of the, 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 the pre-apocalypse world. And stuff like this, like Blast Radius. Um, I'm trying to think of other games and whatnot that they have. I like that it adds that more allure to it. If, if, if that's the right word to use. Anyway, The Mistress. Uh, she's part of the Unstoppables, like I said. Her weapons of choice are a forty-four revolver called the Voice of Set and the Blade of Bassett. She is sometimes accompanied by an unnamed sidekick who relies on kicking. So I just here's my sidekick who kicks. Yeah, yeah. I also like how the Mistress and the Shroud are. Um, partners or a crime fighting duo not all the time but sometimes and it wasn't that they just said all right let's pick a kid who's just who's just like remember that show young justice Mm -hmm. did you ever watch that nope neither did i but they were all just it was like teen titans but sidekicks yeah yeah she is adorned with a black evening gown 
several different styles of white collar, black heels and long black gloves to match. She's, like we said before, I mean, at least in my opinion, probably one of the better quests before they added voice acting to uh, 76. She also has a device called the Phantom Device that it is a – it's essentially a stealth boy that she uses to get away with. Uh, In-game, the, the quest line is about how the actress kind of – took on the role of the mistress. It, that's why it's so good. And like they turned her basement or the lower level of her house, I, I guess the basement kind of into a bat cave. Yeah. And then she had like a school or something. Yeah. She like took in a bunch of girls and her and her husband were like teaching them how to become other mistresses of mystery. It's, it's a really, really, really good quest line. And it sucks that it's in a game that I feel like not everybody's going to play. Mm hmm. But it, again, builds the world out. Uh, her, her radio voice actor was a woman by the name of Shannon Rivers, who was also poised to portray the hero on the Silver Shroud television series produced by Aaron Babowitzk. Same producer replaced her with Charlie Reddle. Uh, but the Great War prevented any filming. In addition, a Mistress of Mystery television show was in production, also cut short by the Great War. Shannon and her husband, Frederick, survived the war and founded the Order of Mysteries. Based on the, I the ideals of the fictional hero, the Order members were herself, her daughter, and many other orphan girls. They each wore and used recreations of the hero's equipment developed by Shannon's husband. That's so – like imagine just a little – I think every kid – I mean I'll do it sometimes and I'm a grown-ass man – thinks like what would Batman do in this situation? Mm. And like just to be like these people were faced with the end of the world. Yeah. And they just said what would what would a comic book hero did? And there's also like the idea of hey, here's a familiar character outside literally looks like hell right now. But here's this comic book character that you and I both know and you and I both like. And we can take some solace in that and think the world's gone to shit, but we can still be the heroes we deserve to be and that people deserve and we can help people. I really like that. I really yeah, like this uplifting ass story. That being said, I play all of my characters as bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, there's no real notes or any backstory things or like uh, behind the scenes things on her, Papa. If you'd like to add anything, now is your time. I do have a question for you before we end, though. Uh, Would you like to add anything? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was really fun when we played in 76. And that was the yeah. only fun. <laughs> do you think the Silver Shroud has a car, like a Batmobile? I think or he like, does. What do you think it looks like? Like, like think about the, the Fallout universe. What, do you think it's as cheesy as, oh, it's a chromed out this? Or do you think it's something like... I think it's just, like, something chromed or dark. Just a regular vehicle. I kind of picture... What's the car from... The Black Beauty from, from the Green Hornet? Yeah. That's what I picture. Yeah. Just a boat. Just a big-ass Lincoln. <laughs> like, just something huge. And, like, the grill and and probably the, the hood ornament is, like, the shroud. Maybe, like, him with the Tommy gun or something. Or, like... Mm. A symbol of him. Um, and it just, it's got like those doors that open 
like a Rolls Royce and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess that's lore. So, Papa. Yeah. We got some time together. Before we get into anything else, uh, Kyle and I do have a show together on this channel, on this YouTube channel. If you're listening on uh, your 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 podcasting site of choice, thank you. Um, but we do have a, sh- a show, to, a podcast together that we do called Kyle and Vince Likes Things. Kyle, you want to tell them a little bit about it? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty shocking when this one right here actually likes things. <laughs> and I always like things. Yeah. So, yeah, we do a show where we both like things. It's it's just a conversation. I think the longest one we had was like two hours. Um, and the shortest one I think we had was like 30 or 40 minutes. So it's just, you know, we both happen to like something at the same time and we just want to talk about it. And that's what it is. It's a fun little fun little show. We've done God of War 2018. Uh, we've done Fall Guys. We've done The Last of Us 2. The first one was the Sonic movie. Yeah. And then they shut down our movie theater. And I was like, all right, we're not just doing movies. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just wanted to plug that quick. Bob a boop, skip it a cream, check that out if you, uh, please. But Kyle, we got some time together. Is there anything on your mind? Anything you'd like to talk about? Well, we got some information about a certain multiplayer maybe coming. Yes. So I've been playing a lot of factions, a lot of Last of Us factions. Kyle plays with me. I have a, a couple friends that play with me. I actually had a friend hit me up today asking about it. And I was like, yeah, dude, if you get it, we can play. Um, I think it's the greatest multiplayer experience ever made. Uh, no, it's, it's fun. I played it when Last of Us came on PS3. I played it then, you know, played it when the PS4 version launched. And, and now I'm playing again. Yeah. But but this this new update that happened this new uh, it was a, do you want to read the tweet? Yeah. So we got so the from a guy a, a nibble from uh, that I usually watch, follow on Twitter said uh, that there are job listings for Naughty Dog is working on a standalone multiplayer game. Saying so the job listing was saying we're seeking to bring the same level of ambition and quality of our signature story-driven games to this unique multiplayer project. So it's going to be a standalone game. Correct. Which is good. And a lot of a lot of my friends keep referring it to as Last of Us 2 multiplayer and it's not. It's it's a, it's its own game in the same is is left behind its own game. Like Left for Dead left behind? No, 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 like, left behind the oh, DLC. It was, but it's part of the PS4 version now, I think? Yeah, because I was on the wiki, and the wiki is broken down into Last of Us American Dream, like, in order of happening, Last of Us American Dream, Last of Us Left Behind, The Last of Us, then The Last of Us One Night Live, and then The Last of Us 2. Yeah. So, it's going to be its own thing, and... What do you hope to see out of it? Let's put it like that. Uh, what do you hope to see out of factions? Like, well, what do you want to see different from the first one? If it's going to be like more, uh, like a multiplayer kind of story-driven stuff, I would like to see like how we all can play together and how that affects sto- like a story that we're going to be experiencing in that and more player customization. Because mm-hmm. I like I, I enjoy the whole like you get your helmet mask and you can make your emblem stuff like that, but like. 
it's also annoying that it's always every time you play the game, you're always a different character. That annoys you. Because uh, it's like I kind of want to make my character. Okay. So it's See, that like doesn't bother me. Switching. So it's, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not bothered by now, but like, I would like to see a more grounded customization. And just cool ass combat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's what I was thinking about. And like, the thing with, the thing with the online is that it's a lot like the, the, the combat. It's pretty much like copy paste. And that's what's so wild is that it works. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it works and it's, it's the same thing. But I think, I think dodging is going to be limited. I think you're you'll have a you'll have a I think you'll have a gauge for stamina, um, like a stamina bar. Yeah, yeah. Like you can see how much you can sprint, and then if you dodge, it like takes a significant amount of it, so you can't just spam dodge. Um, I I yeah. It'd be cool to be able to like hide in the grass. It's going to be cool to go prone. Like, as dumb as that sounds, like, oh, I could lay down now. It's going to be cool to kind of, like, be able to jump, which is not a feature that you really need, but you yeah. can do. Um, I, my, you, I think the way it's going to be, because it's going to be its, its own game, honestly, with you, without spoiling too much of the ideas that I have that I'm working on a thing for, um, is you're going to pick one of four, play, one of four uh, groups of people that you're going to play as. I think it's either going to be hunters, fireflies, seraphites, Jackson, wolves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to pick these these people. Maybe even the rattlers. You know what I mean? Yeah. From the end of the game. Um, and you're going to have, like, an open world area that you can explore. And then you're going to fight the other teams. Because, like, you were recording and you were playing as fireflies and I was a hunter. Yeah. And right now, I'm a firefly, and half of my friends are still hunters. So, like, I I think there's going to be a way for you to be able to play with each other. I think think it's silly if they don't put the maps in. Like, Halo was always cool because it gave you new maps in the universe that were just like, here's this fucking planet now that you can play on. And Call of Duty was just like, hey, you know that level? Here's the map for it. But, like... Dude, Lakeside's the best map in in, in Lassens. <laughs> Lakeside and Dam are the best maps. I'm actually when this is done, I might go play some. Um, but I think that's what they're going to do. I think it's going to be an open world, and you're going to get to explore and kind of be like, you're going to get like quests from people. You know what I mean? And it's like, hey, can you get thirty headshots? And I and I think I hope I I hope and I think that Infected will be on. In the Ooh. game, I really think so, Ooh. Kyle. I have, I have, I have ideas out the ass, dude. I'm I trying mean, to not give them all away. The this was the game that was like, "Hey, look at all these infected things." Like, yeah, I can definitely see them doing an infected yeah. game mode. Yeah. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, you know how the maps change? Like, you know oh, how on okay. Dam, like, it'll just be like, oh, the fog's rolling in. Oh, some yeah, maps yeah. will be like, hey, fog. sometimes fog rolls in, so but like sometimes P- clickers just show up. Yeah, like like uh, PvP elements entering in, or PvP yeah. elements entering in. So uh, think about, like, you're you're all guns ablazing all of a sudden, get down, clickers. Yeah. And the entire game mode changes. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I would also like to see, like, a game mode where it's like... Maybe like a horde mode with your friends against clickers. Kyle, 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 Kyle. What do I always say makes a game better? Horde mode? 
New Game Plus. No. <laughs> grappling hooks, horde mode. That's my that's I think Fallout 4 needs a horde mode. But yes, I'm uh, sorry, I'm with you. I got really excited because I didn't <laughs> think of that. Or or if not a horde mode, like a Left 4 Dead style mode. Where it's four people go through a map and then four other people play as clickers. Oh my god. Or how would you not play how as clickers? How would you do that? Would your screen have to be completely black? Well, the way uh uh, I think because Left 4 Dead does the words like, "Oh, you get shot, you wait an amount of time, you can spawn in, but you can't spawn in in front of somebody's view. You have to like go hide mm-hmm. yourself." Um, or, no, no, I know, but I'm saying clickers can't see. That's why they click. Oh, that's true. Maybe it's you like sound based, so, so you can see like the boop, 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 like the, the like the those sound waves. Okay, maybe just hear me out. Maybe you can see like. 20 feet in front of you, but it's all in monochrome. Yeah, something like that. Or It, it if, looks like a PS1 with its render distance. <laughs> or if not clickers, maybe it's a group of hunters going through and then another group is like trying to stop you or something like that. So Yeah. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool ways they can take this. Yeah. Because I, I have no way to prove this. This is actually in the script that I've been writing. I hope this video comes out. Like, I hope I actually make it because I'm talking about it. Um, which I, I think I will. I, I Tomorrow I think I'm going to write a little bit. I bought a green screen, Papa. I don't know if I told you. Yeah, I haven't heard. hung it up yet. Um, it feels like The Last of Us 1's multiplayer was just put in. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they thought of it. It feels like they were just like, hey, every game has it, so you need it now. Like, that was the trend. That's when, like, playing with your friends skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't feel like it needs to be there, but I'm so happy it is. And now we're going to have a brand new ass game. Story-wise. Yeah. Where do you think it's going to take place? Not, like, in the timeline. I think it'll take. I think timeline wise, it'll take place before the events of Last of Us Two. I, I was thinking that, and I was also thinking at the time when like everybody's going to war, like everybody's fighting each other. I'm also thinking like that because that that brings me back to when Bioshock Two's uh, multiplayer came out, where it was like the eve of like New Year's yes. and like everybody was fighting each other. Well, here here's my here's another thing. I think they're going to bring everybody back to give quests without ruining anything, depending on what side you pick. I think, th- yeah, I think they'll bring some people back. I don't think they'll bring, like, Joel and stuff, but I think they'll bring some side characters back for quests. I, I think they will. No. I genuinely think they will. People, for some reason, don't see him as the bad guy. Some people, some people, like, you ever see that meme? It's like, you miss the point by idolizing him. And it's like Rick from Rick and Morty and the Joker and a bunch of other, like, Walter White. Like, y- you idolizing him is missing the point. I think they'll bring him back. I don't think they'll do a whole mocap thing. They'll probably just use, like, whatever mocap they have on standby. But, again, it's Naughty Dog, and they think of everything. Yeah. I, yeah, I think they, so, I think they want to uh, like stay away from all that and make their own thing in multiplayer. See, I I just keep going back to the and you're probably right. It could be it could be people we've never seen before in areas we've never yeah. seen before. 
But from what I understand, Jackson is completely um, – Jackson, Wyoming is like completely mapped out. Like it's completely rendered. And when I was listening to the Last of Us 2 podcast, Neil Druckmann said originally one of the early ideas for The Last of Us 2 was to make it open world. Mm-hmm. So I keep going back to the idea that maybe, just maybe, uh, you can get to explore Jackson. Like, you might be able to do, like, oh, dude, fucking, why did I think of this? You might be able to do, like, GTA 5 online-style missions I, where it's like, yeah, hey, get some buddies and go do this quick. It's also, like, they just said multiplayer. It doesn't mean, oh, PvP. It could be, like, a GTA-style thing. Like, yeah, you, you could yeah. be right with that. So, like, that's why I'm saying maybe you get to pick from a couple different people. Maybe you get to even have different characters. Like, maybe – you know how, like, um, World of Warcraft is, like, Horde and Alliance? Mm, like maybe maybe like you a, can have it – Yeah, different classes maybe. You could be like, oh, I have my Hunter. I have my Firefly. Well, no, no, no. Not, well, hunter, hunter in the sense of, like, a hunting rifle or Hunter in the sense of, like, a faction of, of like, uh, like the Like, maybe if they do, like, Tommy and their crew, you can be – you're a Hunter from there. Okay. Dude, I don't know. It's it's right now it's it's a fucking th- yeah. the wild west and I I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to um I just want to dude, I'm taking the day off when that gets announced. <laughs> like when that gets announced and come and comes out like hopefully hopefully they do it for PS4 and PS5. Um I think but they will. It, I think they will too. Because I, I think it will probably be just the, like the last Last of Us Two engine. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I hope they do a special edition because I'll buy it because my dumbass wants to buy the fucking Last of Us Two special edition because I didn't get it. I got the. I'm sorry. I got the special edition. I want the collector's edition. But yeah, I'm gonna take off of work, dude. Hopefully, I'll have a PS5 by then and we can play. Yeah. Even if even if it's on the PS4, I'm still going to get it because it'll probably be a free upgrade. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely see them doing. Hey, if you own Last of Us Two, you get it for free, kind of deal. I don't. I don't think so. They did that with uh, Uncharted Four, where if you bought Uncharted Four, you got. Uh, uh, what's the other one after Uncharted Four? Was Chloe girl Lost Legacy? Yeah, you got Lost Legacy for free. Get the fuck out of when here. That came, yeah, when you bought Uncharted 4 and then when Lost Legacy came out, they said, hey, you get this for free if you own Uncharted 4. Oh, wow. My brother then has it for free. Yeah. Because when I when I bought my brother's PlayStation, it came with 4. Yep. No I shit. It. And, I, and I bought it for $7 or 10 <laughs> I don't remember. I bought it for nothing. It's a decent... I like the Uncharted games. Um, my friend Chris, who I played The Last of Us with, he likes to play games with people in the sense of he'll take a like a single player story based game, put on the hardest difficulty and play with somebody where they meet each other at the same points and beat it together. And I was like, yo, let's do that with The Last of Us. Kyle, The Last of Us 1 is incredibly clunky. Yeah. It's incre- Oh, and also, um you I meant to tell you this before, you and I can play The Last of Us online because Lost Legacy has the online for 4. Ah. Okay. So if you want to give it a try, dude, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks for listening to the Fallout show where we just talked about The Last of Us <laughs> for just as long. 
I'm excited for it though. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that I'm excited for. Like I was I was having a conversation with my mom the other day, and I was like, I don't even like video games I, anymore. And she's like, What I, do you mean? And and I was like, I I like them when they come out, and then I don't want anything to do with them after a while. Like I I want to stream Mass Effect, dude. I never played Mass Effect. Yeah. And I know that's like one of your favorites. And Keith David. Keith yeah. David. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking too with The Last of Us 2 multiplayer, yeah. the executions are going to be insane. Oh, dude. Oh, my. I can't wait to stand over somebody with an arrow and and let the arrow fly and you just watch their like their their head. The arrow goes into their eye. Their head hits off the concrete. Then slides back up the arrow and then slowly slides until it hits the ground again. I can't. I remember when you and I were first playing the game. Like, we got it a couple days apart. And I put down a trip mine. And there was just blood on every wall. There was blood everywhere. There was blood on every wall. (laughs) Yeah. There was blood on every wall. And, uh... The dude was, like, missing from, like, his chest down. And you could see that he tried to, like, crawl away. Like... Could you could you mm. imagine a a perk that lets you have a dog with you to be like Papa? Oh, here's there's the enemy. I'm sniffing. Follow me this way, Papa. Like you, when I when I get to this part of the script that I'm working on, I'm gonna call you and we're <laughs> gonna talk about this because these are ideas I didn't think of. That's yeah, dude. Have a dog, but that's the thing. Like you have a dog, but you can't be stealthy. Like, and that's the thing is, there's always the trade off. Like, yeah. I can make this shift, but then I can't make this health pack. Yep. Oh, dude, the dog with you, and the dog can sniff him out. Like the dog can sniff him out, but the dog is not stealthy, so everybody else can see the dog on the like the radar of the map. Yeah, yeah. Like you could hide, but the dog's always going to give away your location. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yo, hit us up, Neil. <laughs> Hit us up. We got ideas, bro. But that, it, it, do you have anything else you want to say on this call? I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to not give away all the ideas I have. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it for me. Uh, well, okay, so let's just end on this uh, E3 because by time this airs, it'll be the Bethesda show. Uh, what is the likelihood of us getting a remake remaster of Three or New Vegas? What do you <sighs> think it is? From last year, I think it's a slightly more of a chance with Microsoft running things. Okay. Um, it's possible. It's hard Give me to like a percentage. If you could, sir. I, I'm going to have to go 50-50. 50-50? It's either it's going to happen or it's not. Really? I'm at like a solid 19%. I hope I'm wrong. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I hope I'm at work trying to watch the feed on my phone. And all of a sudden I hear like, yippee, yeah. And I just start crying. Like, I just want to <laughs> ball at work. What if- and someone's like, are you okay? Be like, I get to see an old friend again. Like, I, <laughs> uh, like don't do anything crazy. Just upscale yeah. the textures. Upscale it. Make the gunplay better. Don't fucking make the map bigger. Don't change things. Don't get new voice acting. Like, make it feel like that uh, Destroy All Humans remake where the game is beautiful, but it sounds like it's coming off an old Casio fucking (laughs) tape deck. 
What else? Let's just let's just real quick. Let's just see what is happening. Let's predict what's going to happen, Kyle. Let's just pull it out of our <sighs> ass. All right. Uh, I I wonder how it, it, are we going to get like maybe Bethesda first or Microsoft first? Hey, they're probably going to do Bethesda at the end. Bethesda? I think they're going to do what they did with the 2015 press conference when they announced four. Okay. Uh, I just, think we'll. Uh, it's hard on. to tell. Um, I'm not just, trying not to think just Bethesda, not just Microsoft. I'm thinking just give me oh. give me three predictions that you think are going to happen. Uh, we'll give me th- give me four. four. One of them being what character gets announced for Smash? All right, uh, I think we'll get Psychonauts two release date with a new trailer. Oh uh, yes. Um, I'm hoping they maybe show off something for the next Fable. Okay. I think we'll get Halo, f- the next Halo multiplayer trailer. Okay. And I, uh, I hope it's sore for Smash, but I, I, uh, it's so hard to tell anymore for like what character would they you, you go for. You said Ratchet and Clank for Smash. I thought that was a great idea. It would be idea. interesting. It would be interesting. Yeah, I think it would work. That. I think. Here's my here's my three with with Smash with my Smash prediction. I think we're gonna get an announcement of some sort of revival of either Banjo Kazooie or Rat or uh, Conquer. Oh, if only. I I don't know why I have this feeling like I'm gonna see it. I just have this feeling like I'm, we're gonna see it. I don't know if it's I don't know which one. I don't know may, maybe. And I don't want to make it too broad and just say something by Rare. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to narrow it down. I also think... I want to see... I had when I lost it. This one's too broad, but I want to see a classic PlayStation franchise come back. Yeah, I can see that. Come, I can see that happen. Something... It doesn't have to be something like super obscure, like Vib Ribbon. But, like, I think something really, really cool that would show up would be, like, if Ape Escape came back. Oh, if, if only if. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, something something really, like, PS1-y. Even, I hear even, I got one better for you. Okay. Parappa the Rapper. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I think Parappa would be really fun today, even if it's just a quick, like, three, four hour experience, don't put it out for the full price, but put it only on PS5. Yeah. So give somebody like like make it like Astrobot, where it's fun and it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um shit. I'm tired as hell, Papa. And you said a lot of the things I want to see too. Yeah, uh, with the, like revival and stuff like that, I can see them definitely doing like showing like the new destroyer humans. Two, yeah, uh, maybe uh, uh, medieval two. You know, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say medieval when I said my classic PlayStation stuff. Yeah, medieval two. I can see them doing after they did that the first one. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Spyro and Crash are dead. That's my that's my prediction for Smash. Yeah, I Spyro Spyro and or Crash. I wouldn't be surprised if it's them together. Like I know they're not only on PlayStation anymore, but to me they represent PlayStation. Yeah. 
I knew I couldn't play them as a kid. Well, no, I, I lied because I had GameCube. That was my first. And I remember having Crash games on there and Spyro games on there. Yeah. But still, I still thought of them as PlayStation. That's that's who I see. I see... Yeah. Or, or Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk the man. <laughs> All three owned by Activision now. Um, yeah, everything's owned by Activision. What doesn't uh, Activision own? Uh, for a... A revival, because uh, of Raj and Clank doing it, uh, either remastering all three slight or even the fourth game, or bringing a new one out, mm, or even go happen? even go further, which I don't think so because it's Naughty Dog, but uh, Jack and Daxter. Jack, that we're never getting another Jack and Daxter. Yeah, we're we're just not. We're not. And it maybe sucks because I never played after, them, but maybe after Last of Us. I think they apparently they have a, a rough idea of what they want Last of Us Part Three to be. Yeah. Um. But like they've said that. Well, they've said that they're a one studio house, and then they wound up making Uncharted and Last of Us kind of together. Yeah. But I mean, you never know. It could be like a small thing too. So it doesn't have to be Last of Us like mocap big and all that. You know. Oh, uh, Brink Two. <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if? And Bethesda, they're like, Todd comes out, he's like, Brink 2. Oh, dude, I'll cry, like, I'll cry, but it'll be, like, tears, like, laughter tears. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, Brink 2. You remember all that customization the game didn't have? Well, we restricted it <laughs> even more. All right, I can't shit on this game too much. Um, I think that's everything, Pop. Anything you want to say? Stay tuned for the craziness. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that we'll be back next week. Um, thank you for joining us. Our intro music was done by the one, the only Shane Ivers. You can get his stuff at. Uh, if I mess this up, it's I don't normally do this part. This is normally Olive's job. SilvermanSounds.com slash free music slash feather duster. I hope I did that right. Uh, Shane Ivers is the man. Very very sweet man. From what I would assume, I only talked to him a handful of times. Um, if you like any of, if you like Feather Dust, you can listen to it on his website. There's a bunch of other great music that he made for free. He has a song called Bees and it slaps. There's links to my Twitter and to Papa's Twitter in the description below, uh, along with the show and a bunch of other fun social media stuff. Make sure you join the Discord. Discord is a blast. It's how we record the show. We listen to music uh, while we record because there's something about having music that like does something to the, the background of your brain. Um, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. And uh, we have a Redbubble where you can buy some stuff that have designs on it and support the show. A Patreon, again, thank you to our patrons. Listen to Kyle and Vince Likes Things. I'm just going to plug it again real quick. This has been a Ghoulman Entertainment production. Kyle, anything? Uh, all I have to say is bye, bye Kyle. Bye, Kyle. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to say it. <laughs> Bye, Kyle. Be safe, everyone. Happy E3. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Goulman Entertainment Production.